You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and uh, gosh, today we are talking about gratitude. Yes, and I'm sure a little bit of negativity. <laughs> Some complaining. So, get, yeah, get ready. Are you ready. ready to complain about Fairway again? <laughs> I am. Hey, I have a list. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, um, so, we were briefly chatting before we started recording, and I was thinking, like, this morning when I left my house, it was raining, and, you know, it was very overcast, just kind of a dreary kind yeah. of day, which is... Totally your kind it's of day. My day. So I was I like, woo, it. David is going to just I wake up it. so excited. I know. And I'm looking at the window and you pointed out, it's like, oh, there's the sun. Yes. It's like darn, darn. sun. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I, I don't mind rainy days either. Like, it was just a good day. I was like, ooh, I'm glad. I knew I wore my baseball cap for a reason. <laughs> rainy out and yucky and i just yeah. I, this is the time i the cool the the rainy mm-hmm. not cold but right. just that crisp mm-hmm. it feels amazing to me yeah i just love it same so fall rains are the best yes so mm-hmm. yeah. yes it was a good yeah. morning we'll pretend that i wore my cap because it was rainy and not because i need to wash my hair oh okay <laughs> oh man girl problems i tell you <laughs> that's why i wear a cap all the time i just never oh. wash it <laughs> Listen, I got a lot of hair. It, t- it requires a lot of work. Um, all right. So gratitude. I, yeah. I really appreciated um, <laughs> the way you opened your sermon that, what was that, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And talking about like how we can just get into this habit of being complainy. Um, and it, it kind of got me thinking because I had read this book about control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like maybe like the heart of complaining is a control issue, oh, right? Very much so. Because we we really don't have control over very much so very much yeah. at all. We, we negativity and complaining really comes down to we whether we realize or not we all have mm-hmm. expectations, and when whatever's going on is not meeting that expectation, it, it and it's the control thing. If I was in control, this is the level that I think everything should be at. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as that doesn't happen, that's where it gets really easy to be negative. It's if, if you know, I go to a restaurant and the food is not to my expectation, then I'm going to complain about it. Or if the weather is not to my expectation, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. So it's a control right. thing. Yeah, because we, we absolutely can't control any of that. Exactly. Um, and it, it's so funny because I think some of it even is – um, perceived control for us because mm. even the things that we feel like we have control over, we really don't. Um, so anyways, I'm, I'm reading, I was reading this book. Uh, it's called the cost of control mm-hmm. um, by Sharon. I think it's, is it Hottie Miller? Hod Miller? I don't know. Sharon Miller. Okay. Anywho, um, we've seen her speak at like right now media conferences and stuff. So she's a, she's a really good author. Um, but anyway, she said one of the reasons, um, like how we got into this place where we're um, have all this anxiety because of, of not having control over things is because we've, well, part of it, we inherited it. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, since the garden, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other part is we've been discipled into it, mm. um, which I think is so true. And so, okay, so I'm just going to list some of these things that she has in her book because it was really interesting to me. Um, so these are some of our like daily, weekly, and monthly habits, Okay. Um, when you order a product online, you expect it to arrive within two days. Of course. Uh, when you want to watch a movie, any movie, you stream it on demand. Mm-hmm. When you want to purchase a new vacuum, you read dozens of, re- well, 
dozens, probably more than dozens for me, of reviews <laughs> to find the best model or the best bargain. Uh, when you want to know what the weather will be like in eight days, you check your weather app. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you want to eat at a restaurant without having to wait, you order ahead or have it delivered or door dashed. Right? We talked yeah. about that earlier. Yep. Um, when you want to buy salad dressing or mayonnaise or waffles, you go to the store and select from 10 different brands to your precise specifications, like gluten-free, <laughs> peanut-free, GMO-free. Um, and then you all, you also get curbside, right? Yeah. Cause who goes into the store exactly. where I surely don't, uh, <laughs> cause then you have to people, <laughs> when you want to know what your child's cough means, you Google it. Mm. Or if you go to a new city, you put your Jeep, put it in your GPS uh, if you want to reduce the signs of aging, you buy serums and creams or have surgery. Uh, when you want your child to have a certain future by attending um, certain schools, you change your zip code. Mm. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's as prevalent here in the Midwest necessarily, but yeah. yeah. Uh, and then when you want to live longer, you eat healthy exercise regularly, get an annual physical, um, and with the right finances, you can even repair or switch out any organs that aren't working. Like, it's just, yeah, we... It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that convenience, I think, is really doing something to yeah. our generation. Yeah. And, and who knows what it's doing to <laughs> the younger yeah. generation yeah. that doesn't know any different. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's like very like common sense stuff, mm-hmm. but sometimes we don't always think about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it's, Control. well, the first one when you mentioned like, I want my package in two days, it's you promised me two yeah. days. Yeah. And if know? it doesn't, you know, when, when and, was that last year when everything was so slow mm-hmm. and packages were getting lost yeah. and like yeah. that was stressful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it all, and as you were saying all that, it's all rooted in, it is all rooted in the garden really. Cause mm-hmm. it's the, I want to be God. Mm-hmm. I want to be in control of, of everything. And if, again, if it doesn't meet my expectations, like if I was in control of this, this is how it would work. And, and it, it, it increases in us, right? Yeah. It's just like, that's why you can see a, a child doesn't have that, that understanding. So you can see a child get mad and frustrated when they don't get their way. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately we're not growing. It shifts, but we're not growing out of it as we get older. We right. still have adults that are, you know, we might be not be throwing the fit externally, yeah, but we're definitely probably throwing a fit internally. Yeah. Well, I see know. it in my adult son, yeah, because you know he's what twenty one now, and I think he expects to immediately be making it mm-hmm. and crushing, yeah, you know, adult life. And I'm like, dude, you're twenty one. Yeah. Do you know how long I had to struggle and, yeah. uh, you know, live paycheck to paycheck, and yeah. just it was brutal for oh, yeah. many years yeah. in, of my twenties. And I think they just think everything needs to be immediate. They, they don't have yeah. any patience, and so that's really frustrating yeah. to parent yeah. through. <laughs> It is. It is. We're, you know, yeah, our girls are great in the sense that, but I can see it. You know, you see it Mm -hmm. when the, well, buy Mm -hmm. me this. Well, you know, well, you got money. It's like, you know, I just, I like making comments to Piper because she's the one that does it a lot. But I love when I get a chance to be like, she's like, well, you got money. I was like, yeah, but it goes to for paying for you. You know, like it's this, you know, mm-hmm. bills and, but yeah, I can see that already where it's like, okay, God, please grow her out of that because yeah. it's going to be a problem someday. Yeah. So there was even something in the book about how <sighs> our generation as parents, how, <laughs> and I know we're both probably really guilty of this. Um, like we're raising the safest generation mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some of the, the effects that that's having yeah. on them because, you know, we want everything to be safe oh, yeah. and every, you know, like all those things. Cause I, I, we hear it all the time. We're like, well, 
I didn't have this special car seat when I was no. growing up or I, heck, I didn't even wear a seatbelt half the time <laughs> and we're still alive, exactly, you know, and yeah. all those things, you know, yep. but it's, it is interesting. Yep. I'm guilty. I'll admit it. <laughs> I'm very protective of yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, we want the best for our kids and I don't yep. think that's a wrong desire. It's not, but it's, but, it yeah. can create complexes of mm-hmm. like not taking a risk or yes. putting yourself out there. So yep. yeah, I'm Absolutely. guilty. <laughs> um, so one of the things you, uh, mentioned in your sermon was your statement was negativity and complaining is sinful. Mm-hmm. So which yes, absolutely. Um, is it ever righteous? Like, are we ever righteously like yeah. able to complain? Like it's merited or is it always like, so oh, it's a great question. Sinful. Cause I was thinking about this, um, uh-huh. actually. And it, I think there's a, a fine line between complaining versus a complaint. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the example would be is I don't want anybody to think that a complaint is wrong. So again, if I go to a restaurant and I'm paying for my meal and there's it's wrong or there's something bad with it, mm-hmm. I have the right to make a complaint, you know, to be like, hey, I'm, I'm making notice of this because I want you to do better. I want a better plate, whatever it is. That's right. a complaint. The complaining is when that moment turns into, I can't let that go. And I have to feel the need to go for the next three days. And let, let me tell you why this <laughs> restaurant sucks. Yeah. I don't know. And they just, I've screw never up. done that before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the complaining is I'm not, so I was thinking about this because complaining and negativity is, you know, what I was talking about was a lot of what comes out of our mouth and what we project. Mm-hmm. And scripture tells us in Ephesians, you know, 429, it says, you know, don't let any unwholesome, you know, come out of your mouth, but only that which is going to build people up, like speak for the benefit of others. So when you think about it, is there a righteous complaint or pointing out things that we need to point Mm -hmm. out? Of course, if I'm doing it for the benefit of the people that I'm bringing it out to. So, you know, if somebody came to me and let's say, you know, I preached, Amy's done this before I preached and I'm rambling. It wasn't very good. She'll be like, Hey Mm -hmm. dude, you're rambling. You're like, you know, I mean, she'll, she'll critique awesome. and she'll complain, you know, like she'll make a complaint of how she saw it. Should we start saying land the plane? <laughs> you could yell it out. Yell it out. <laughs> that just would probably make me want to go longer. But, yeah. Um, but that's the thing. She's saying it not because she's, she's, she's trying to make me better sure. with it. Complaining is when I didn't get my way and I feel the need to dwell in it and, and wallow in it and let everybody know why I was mistreated or why I was the victim of mm-hmm. whatever thing. It's yep. wallowing. Exactly. Yeah, we all we all do it. Yeah. So that's where I say there are righteous ways of, hey, I'm pointing this out mm-hmm. and it's going to come across as a complaint. Sure. But I'm not doing it because it's about me. It's I've noticed this and I'm I'm speaking it because I'm trying to improve. Sure. You know, bring a complaint even in the church. So hey, I have a thought. Posture. It's a heart posture. It's a yeah. Okay. It's very much a heart posture. Uh, your motivation behind it, and again, it's the wallowing. It's yeah. the complaining is just wallowing in it. It's just rolling around mm-hmm. in the thing that's making you negative. And as soon as it's that, yeah, you're it's sinful because you're, sure. you're wallowing in just the junk God doesn't want you to wallow in. Right. So. So what's the difference between complaining and lament? Because we know there's a place for Mm -hmm. biblical lament. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a whole book Mm -hmm. called Lamentations in the Bible. And then, and we see it other places, obviously too. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, lamenting of course is that that's, I'm, I'm, that's basically, I'm, I'm bringing my sorrow and brokenness before Mm -hmm. God. I'm, I'm lamenting and like, I'm grieving or I'm just bringing this before God. Um, 
I, I think when I fall into complaining, I'm not necessarily looking for something to change. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to complain to complain. I'm not looking for answers. It's kind of like I've had jobs before, which I appreciate this in my last job. My boss, she, she was a person that said constantly, you can bring me any complaint you want, any complaint you want, but never come to me with a complaint unless you have some solutions to yeah. try to fix what you're complaining about. Right. That was her stance. Don't yep. ever just come in and gripe, like come ready to let's figure out a solution. And I think that's when you think about lamenting, like I have been in places where I have just poured out just negativity to God like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when God always reminds me, he's like, well, are you, are you coming? You know, I kind of think about the, the man that was at the pool when Jesus came and says, do you want to be healed? You know, it's kind of this question mm-hmm. of like, you're here. Do you want to be healed? And that's kind of the thing about the difference between lamenting. I'm bringing it to God because I want, I want God to intervene. Mm-hmm. Like I want different. I want right. God to show up. I want God to, I'm not just there to whine. Right. I'm there Do we, be- are, is it kind of also like we want God to help change our heart? Oh, well, and hopefully. It is? Yeah. Hopefully. Not just to fix X, Y, Z, but yeah. maybe to fix our attitude. Yeah. I don't know. And, well, it is. And I think that's, that's the other thing to encourage everybody. I've compl- Here's the thing. I complain to God a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say sinful, it's sinful when I won't let God get me past the complaining. <laughs> so it's good. I mean, here's the thing. If you have to start with complaining, complain to God. He's big enough. He can take it. Like mm-hmm. he don't, it's when we start spreading it around. It's like spreading manure. You know, like our complaining <laughs> is just spreading. That's when we got to go find the people to complain to or yeah. the people. Yeah. Complaining to God is God's not going to let me come and complain to him without putting me in my place. So here's the thing. If you're in a place where you need to complain, okay, do, do it with God. And that's where he will then direct you where you need to go and, and bring you out of that. If your heart posture is one of like, mm-hmm. intervene, God, change. Mm-hmm. Show me different, right? It's kind of like, you know, um, what's the word we say? I'm not complaining. I'm just venting. Yeah. Oh, right? um, I think I said that you know? like on Friday night when I was having dinner with my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just venting. Well, here's the, here's the thing I would say about venting. I get why we do it. And yeah. again, there are times when it'd be better for, it'd be better for me to express it to somebody else Especially if it's like, if I don't express it here, I don't want to go do it wrong, you know, someplace sure, else worse, sure. you know. Um, but the difference is in the middle of the venting, am I ready for that person to look at me and challenge me mm-hmm. in my thinking? If I'm not, then I'm not really trying to, I just want to, I just want to state my side, be, you know, like I've shared this before. I remember very vividly, um, I, I had an argument with Amy about something. And this was before the merger. This was everything. And I came here. Matt was here in the office. And I sat down and I was like, and I just unloaded why I was frustrated and mad and angry. Mm-hmm. And, and I was so, and, and he looks at me, he lets me get everything out. And then he looks at me. And he's just like, well, let me ask you a question. He's like, out of all of that, is there a chance that like you're 1% guilty in any of this? Like even if Amy's 99%, are you like 1%? Like, are you... And, and he challenged me basically saying, here's the thing. You're focusing on all of the 99 that you think, yeah. but you need to focus on oh, your sweet one. Sweet Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she's probably listening too because she listens to the yeah. podcast. Um, I'm sure it was not 99% Amy just for the record. And I'm, exactly. I'm, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I got you, girl. But that's where Matt challenged me on, you know? And yeah. that's where I'm saying I was frustrated at him when he did that because it's like, I just wanted to come here. Right. And vent. And he flipped the script And on he you. flipped it on me. How dare you? So then I'm frustrated. You got pastored. I did. And and so, but that's what I'm saying. Venting is fine. But what if God's going to use my venting to call me out? Yeah. Like he's going to use that person to say, wait a minute. 
Yeah. Have you ever thought about this? And if my heart's not in a place to want to receive <clears throat> that to grow myself, mm-hmm. then that to me is sinful. That's I'm making sure. it like I'm perfect in every situation. And so do we ever, um, because I feel like sometimes I'm the queen of passive aggressive behavior. <laughs> I mean, I'm just confessing right now. Okay. Um, but do you ever see sometimes where we'll use prayer requests as kind of a way to vent almost, you yeah. know, I was actually thinking about this when we, I was kind of working through our, our outline for today a little bit with, um, being in ministry, it's mm-hmm. hard, especially for me, because I am a verbal processor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, listen, Scott doesn't want to hear everything all the time. Like, he just is over it. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard because there's not, I can't go talk to someone necessarily in the church because there's a lot of sensitive mm-hmm. things um, happening that are confidential, you know, or whatever. And so... Um, I have a friend who lives across the country. We are both involved in a nonprofit um, organization together, and, and she's a pastor's wife. And so I feel very comfortable with her. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, you know, she's kind of like my prayer partner. We're always praying for each other. Uh, so she's kind of been the person that I go to, to to talk through ministry stuff mm-hmm. that I can't talk to other people with. Um, but I, I do wonder, like, I'd never want to cross a line yeah. to where I'm just, where I'm venting through a prayer request kind yeah, of thing, yeah. but really seeking for, uh, you know, godly wisdom mm-hmm. from her and, mm-hmm. you know, those mm-hmm. types of things. So. Most, do- yeah, I, I've done that. How about even, because as soon as you said that, how about even showing negativity and passive aggressive in your actual prayer? Well, oh, you know, sure. you're in a group of people. It's like, yeah. well, I'm going to pray. I've been a part and of that before. Does like, it feel awesome? I'm going to teach through my prayer. Yeah, yeah. Very... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I've done that Strategically, too. Mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. coming across talk. Yep. Talking to God, but I'm but, really talking to you. Yes. You know? Yep, yep. <laughs> this is where we're broken and messy and yes. God's just like, all right, Dang knock it. it off. But, you know. Um, right, right. But yeah, it's... it. I have other pastors that we're don't so live here. We 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 really are if we stop and think about it. Um, but I have other pastors that don't live in this community that I will call and and, and rely on to share things mm-hmm. with. And you're you're one hundred percent right. It's it. But again, I always and I've even said it to them. You know, it's the heart posture. Hey, I'm going to share this situation with yeah. you. But hey, you have permission to call me out. Yep. When I say something that is not honoring to the other side, mm-hmm. um, because that's the other thing. Sometimes you got to share, like, hey, I'm going through this struggle with this conflict or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I learned this when I was down in Missouri a lot. Um, I would talk about people I was in conflict with. But when I started talking to, about them more as my enemy, you know, like down, mm-hmm. God really, st- you know, really challenged me. He's like, stop it. You're not even looking at them the way you're supposed to be looking at them. You right. know, yes, you're in conflict, but yeah. so yeah, it's having those people where sometimes like, I'm going to share this with you and legitimately call me out, <clears throat> ask me the questions are going to force me to have to stop and think and, and say, okay, what if this is the, you know, mm-hmm. play, I don't like the term, but you know, in a way play devil's advocate for me, right? Play mm-hmm. this, the opposite side, Yeah. you know, give me, challenge me with this. Yeah. I think when we do that kind of stuff, we're, we're in a better position where we're not just trying to be like, I want everybody yeah. else to look bad and I'm victimized here. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's fun uh, though, right? <laughs> it makes you feel better. It makes you feel, especially when you get the yeah. person going, man, that is horrible. Yeah. You had to go through that because mm-hmm. then you feel validated. Oh yeah. Yes, I yep. am. I am. I definitely am someone that needs um, someone to call out my blind spots because I, I feel like I'm pretty persuasive sometimes, especially if I feel 
extra um, offended by mm-hmm. something, you know? And so, yeah. Yep, man. Yeah, man. That's rough. <laughs> so I think also you talked about praying with Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. On that Sunday. Um, so how, how do we do that? Um, so I will talk Even some... when we're gritting through our teeth. Gritting through our teeth. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's one of those things where it, it's going to take work. I'm not, I don't want anybody to think like it's all of a sudden you're going to be like mm-hmm. amazing at it. Um, and cause it's still something that I am desperately trying to learn. Um, it's when you, so basically this is what I've been doing when I feel a lot of negativity starting to create, and you, you know, when it's there, you feel it. I mean, God, oh, yeah. the Holy spirit will be like, knock yep. that off. You know, mm-hmm. um, what I've been doing is that's those, when I'm like, Shh, stop. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me feel my feelings. Um, that, that, that's when I, I stop. Lately, I've been stopping and I, I actually take time out of just like, okay, what do I have to be thankful of? What do I have to be thankful You know, and, and it could be little things. It can be big things. You see, the issue that – so I have – when I think about Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I, I think this is something that um, a lot of us are not good at. And, and I have an example being at a church once where, um, on Thanksgiving, the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend, um, they would, they passed the mic around and everybody got to share like what they were thankful for. Mm -hmm. Okay. And cool thought, but for a good 20 minutes, all I heard the whole time was you had the first two people were kind of, uh, not generic, but unique, Mm -hmm. but then you got into the, everybody just almost kind of repeated everybody. Right. So the first sure. thing you get the I'm thankful for my salvation, for my family, for, <laughs> and for Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> and, and so after a while, it's just like, it's, we're just repeating. It's just an mm-hmm. echo. Right. And that was, that was my first kind of inclination is of, we're not good at giving thanks specifically. Should we be thankful for our salvation? Of course. Yeah. Jesus, of course. Our yeah. family. But let's get more specific. Right. Like I could mm-hmm. t- sit here and say, well, I'm thankful for my wife. Mm-hmm. Okay generic what am i thankful about yeah. right like i am thankful that yesterday she went all day to school and the first thing she did when she came home was she started doing stuff around the house even though i know she was tired mm-hmm. right yeah it's being thankful for specifics yeah. and and we have to train ourselves to be that way so again i'm thankful for my salvation okay but specifically mm-hmm. what am i thankful for Sure. that moment at that time thankful for my family whatever but why right. right i am thankful that every single night before she goes to bed piper will find me and give me a hug Aww. like it's the it's so you know sweet. it is and it is that's what i'm saying that's like that that's my routine of like i know that's coming mm-hmm. right so it's it's training ourselves to do that and stop being generic because the generic might seem like we're giving thanks, but it's the specifics that made, man, that's awesome. Like that feels good. Yeah. That, you know, and, and so not feeling awkward to pray those things. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Lord, I am thankful that my daughter gave me a, you know, gives me yeah. a hug every yeah. night. Thank you. Because that reminds me of how important I am to her, how yep. much I love her mm-hmm. and she loves me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. just giving praise to God for those things. Yeah. So uh, we just got to do better. That's good. I like that. I like that. So then kind of go, going along with that, you talked about living a life of gratitude. And then you mentioned <clears throat> um, like starting this gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. And then um, tell me more of more ways we can mm-hmm. intentionally live with gratitude. Okay. Uh, so 
with the journal was this is something that I heard from somebody else that I thought that's a great idea. I need to do it mm-hmm. because of what I was saying about being specific, you know, cause, and, and I did when I first sat down and I think about it, I'm like, Oh, what am I going to write? What am I going to write? And, and what it is, is it's a journal where you're not thinking of writing everything all at once. It's, it's a journal every day, spend some time writing for that day, mm-hmm. what you have to be thankful for. And it's, then it becomes this, when you have those really, really dark days, mm-hmm. you have this thing to go back on and you'd you be like, man, I can, you know, you start going back on these ways that God showed himself in these days yeah. of, of, wow, man, he showed up there and I was thankful for that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You know? And, and, and so it, it's those kind of, sure. it's just that it's a record. Yeah. Well, of, and also kind of going back to what your first sermon in a series, are we creating new neural pathways? Yes. Neural pathways. Woo! Yes. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Look at pulling full, out the old stuff. Full circle. <laughs> the old stuff. <laughs> that wasn't even in the notes, people. No. That was, that was brought out by... Just memory, that but pathway kicked in. it kind of becomes our, our mantra then. It does. Instead of, maybe that's more of our first instinct. It does. Versus the yeah. latter. Yeah. So, well, and like it's, it's, so everybody, as you're listening, what if I were to come to you right now and say, tell me something, tell me how God just shown up in your week, mm-hmm. right? And here's the thing. God's showing up all the time. All the time. Yeah. But I how mean, many of us, We just because, got out of bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we woke up. But yeah. we don't, if you ask most people that, they'd go, um... Let me think. Yeah. Let me think. And there's like this silence because we're not trained to pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we're not trained to, um, actually, uh, I should find it. If you haven't, if anybody's friends with Steph, uh, Gibbs, her Facebook just this morning, she posted a, a video of this guy comes up to somebody playing Jesus. He's like, Jesus, mm-hmm. how come you don't do cool things like you used to? Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. how come you're not doing like these turning miracles? turning water into wine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and that was the, actually one of the examples he gave, oh, not it? water into wine, but he says, okay. like, if I'm thirsty right now, Jesus, why don't you just give me some water? Like, mm-hmm. I want some water. Show me. Some. And then so a second later, a woman walks by and she's like, hey, uh, they had water for two for one. I bought you one. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, thank you. That's so awesome. But doesn't acknowledge Jesus. In okay, it. sure. And the whole time the guy playing Jesus is like, Hello. <laughs> yeah. You know, hello. Um, and that's what I'm saying. A prayer or a gratitude journal forces us to start paying attention to the way God's showing up. Mm-hmm. And the more we see it, the more encouraged we're going to be. And then again, when the dark times come, it's a record to be able to go back and be like, oh, oh no, what? It, it, my feelings are here. But man, God has, there are so sure. many things, you know, especially when that list gets longer mm-hmm. and longer and longer and longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can have a month's worth of just gratitude and you just look back like, man, that is yeah. awesome. I may not feel it today, but God has shown. It just reminds you he's there. Um, so, uh, again, how do we do it or other ways to do gratitude? I just think we got we to gotta talk about it more. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'll say it this way. Maybe we need to start being kind of that annoying person that's all, you know, I'm not saying force upbeat. Oh, like me. Like, <laughs> when I bound into staff bound meeting. In. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever bound in. But um, but again, as we've been talking about this, just my life. I just, I'm sorry. I'm picturing you bounding Bound right me. now. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't happen. Uh, Would not happen. Um <laughs> But as I've said, we've said through the series, we, our life goes in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And if we started causing ourselves to be people that speak gratitude, it would be amazing. Um, it's kind of, when we were at the retreat, I can't remember who the person was that said this, 
like it was a story about a woman that was blind um and she she was a writer like from a long time ago christian and they were talking about her and they said one somebody asked her once um do you find it frustrating that like god doesn't heal you or that you you don't have sight mm-hmm. and all that and this was her response was i am actually grateful because she says the first face i will ever see will be jesus's oh that's so good and i'm sitting there going like wow. what yeah <laughs> you know so you think mm-hmm. about that and and so that's where I'm saying if we we caught if we started motivating ourselves to speak mm-hmm. gratitude, yeah, right, we are perfectly fine to speak complaint, yeah, but to choose to speak gratitude, that's going to change the neural pathways, yeah, on how we see things, you know. So a person that can make that kind of a yeah, praise that statement, is encouraging. yeah, and it's something yeah. that I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. And that's her. Yeah. There's some really, I feel like I've maybe read about her recently in a book of like, it was like called 12 Faithful Women Mm -hmm. and had women from the past Mm -hmm. um, that just live these lives of just great faith under the face of like crazy circumstances. And um, gosh, it reminds me of like Joni Erickson Tata. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to link some um, books and some different stories in our show notes because... um, I think I really think sometimes trying to put yourself in other people's shoes and mm-hmm. listening to them, to people who have, um, you know, just faced some really awful things in life, but yet their faith is just incredible, mm-hmm. is so, so encouraging. Yeah, yeah. And those are the people that, that's, that's we're drawn to those people. Mm-hmm. So those of us that maybe struggle to think people aren't drawn to us, well, mm-hmm. man, imagine what would change just if you became this person of gratitude. Yeah. We are drawn. You're going to get attracted to people that complain when you're a complainer. Mm-hmm. That's who you're going to get drawn to. Right. But when you want that, like, Oh man, that's amazing. If you yeah. think about it, it is people that have this faith of God is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I have praise no matter what. Doesn't mean I'm happy. That's, that's the right. thing about this. It doesn't mean you're always going to be happy. And yeah. you know, you're always going to have that smile on your face. It doesn't mean you're not going to have times of grief and, and gr- times of sorrow, mm-hmm. but there's still joy and there's reason for thanks <coughs> in, in all of that. So, absolutely. um, yeah, that's it's just good. start that's doing good. that. So this coming yeah. Sunday, yeah. The, we kind of pushed pause this last Sunday. We heard from Ryan. Uh, but this Sunday we are wrapping up we our are. toxic series. So yep. what are what are we spending our last Sunday on? So this last Sunday sermon is actually it's it's still in the series. It's still in this you know toxic okay. thing, okay. but it's changed. Well, because when I w- was reading what you sent me, I was like, "Are you going off script, David?" Uh, a little bit off script, <laughs> a little bit. No, not a little bit. We're going a lot of bit. Um, it, it's actually something that came out through. Um, while we were gone at the sure. retreat, you were um, I was, and, and basically what we're going to talk about is the, the thinking in Christians today that we're spiritually complacent, mm-hmm. this slumber we're sleeping where, you know, the Bible talks about wake up, Absolutely. wake up. And that's part of our thought process. And, and one of the things that I've been thinking about with this and praying through is a lot of Christians, I feel like we, we want maximum results with minimum effort. Mm-hmm. And because we're slumbering. Because that's the life we live. That's the life we live. And we're slumbering, right? Yeah. And, and so we're going to focus on the changing our thought process of the urgency of our faith. You know, mm-hmm. like God has called us to live. And, uh, you know, there's an urgency to our faith. And I will say it, it might be a little... Some Our people harsh. might not like it. Good. I like you know? those kind of sermons. Um, be, I, w- I like to know. feel beat up afterwards. Well, good. Well, good. Awesome. <laughs> Is that weird? It's, no, not, not, a f- 
not if you feel like it's healthy. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. I want anybody to, that hears this and then is there, realize that I'm being beat up as I process through Absolutely. stuff. Yep. So it's never like I'm going to get up there and, you know, let me yeah. just beat up on you. Yeah. That's um, never the vibe you're given. Well, so. that's good. Because, <laughs> you know, but, but that's the thing is, yeah. is we're going to look at that. that sure. You know, and we're going to look at why, you know, the, our times. We live in a time that's like pay it. We got to mm-hmm. wake up. Mm-hmm. And our thoughts need to change on how we approach our faith, how we approach the church, how we approach every aspect yep. of this life for Jesus. Um, because the times warrant it. And, yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Awesome. Good deal. All right. Thanks for listening.